0: Welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate. I'm your host, Anna Olsisi, serial entrepreneur, passionate marketer, and partner at Segway Group at Keller Williams Realty Gainesville. On the podcast, you will find valuable information about all things real estate, plus some fun stories told by a variety of guests. So if you like what you hear, then subscribe and invite any friends who you think may get some value from listening. Well, today, we have a very, very interesting and informative podcast because we have with us again Becky Bessinger from Ameris Bank. She is a mortgage banker that we work with a lot. She is incredibly sharp, always does great work for the people uh, that we send her away, and we absolutely adore working with her. A few episodes ago, you heard her talking about the different types of loans and since then the FHA loan has had some changes uh, especially when it comes to condos and so Becky wanted to give us an update on that and I said Obviously, absolutely, because that's what we're all about. in Real Estate talks is informing you. Uh, so uh, without further ado, Becky,
1: talk to us about this new
0: FHA addendum. That's okay. what we're going to call it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, FHA has now come out with a new process for condominiums. In the past, FHA required that the condo project where you would want to purchase a home be on what's called the FHA approved list. Well, now what they're permitting is the lender to do what we call a spot approval. And what I mean by spot is case by case, we can take a condo project where someone may be interested in purchasing a condominium, and we get that project or that unit approved to do um, FHA financing. So. Okay, so... This would be especially good maybe for somebody who's buying a
0: condo, like for their
1: kid here at the university? Oh, absolutely. Okay. A parent can co-sign with a, a person going to school. They would have to be 18 years of age, and they would um, be the occupant borrower, and the parent would be what we call a non-occupant co-borrower. So if we can get that condominium project approved, then we can permit FHA financing for the uh, non-occupant co-borrower to sign with a, a child going to school.
0: Excellent. And so, with the plethora of condos here in a college town like Gainesville, and I'm sure college towns really anywhere, why are they not all approved? Did, was that
1: there was there a big list before or something? Yes. In order to get a condo project approved in the past, there was a, a process that the developer or the association to go through to get that project approved which was quite detailed and we had quite a few projects approved over the years and as time has passed a lot of those have expired Mm -hmm. and what this is allowing us to do is to to go back and and review a project to see if it might meet the requirements for fha financing um, so we're going to look at things like the number of units that are owner-occupied versus investor. We're going to look at the association as far as the um, the balance sheets and making sure there's enough reserves. So we're going to make sure there's enough units in there that are not owned by one entity. We also look at if there's any litigation. If there's mm-hmm. a litigation yeah. on the condo project, then it is would not be permitted for FHA financing.
0: Okay. Because so I remember once... You and I were working on a loan together for somebody who was buying a condo, and they did say I think there was like a reserve issue with like, gosh, it was like six hundred and something dollars that they just didn't have in the coffers or something at
1: the condo. Right. They they do require that the condo association um, or the budget, and and they re- they review all of the reserves in the condo project to make sure there's enough to. Maintain mm-hmm. the you know the association sure. and the things that need to be paid, so there has to be mm-hmm. money in reserves. Um, the budget will will require a minimum of ten percent reserve allocation. Wow,
0: yeah, and like I said, this was like under a thousand dollars, I think. So they're very they're rigid on that. Yeah, like this is yes. okay. Yeah. So with all of these dropping off, I guess this list because they haven't been renewed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the beauty of this particular
1: loan. Right. It now allows us to to look at the project and see if it's an eligible um, condominium that we can do FHA financing in. It just opens the doors for more financing when financing for condominiums has been difficult over the years. Absolutely. That's
0: one of the biggest problems that we run into is people who do, do want to buy condos, um, not necessarily as investment properties. They either want to buy them for themselves or for around
1: here, their kids. Right. And with the FHA loan, Mm -hmm. it allows a low down payment Mm -hmm. and competitive interest rates for, for someone to purchase. And instead of having to come up with say 20%. Right. Yeah. Which is a lot. And especially if
0: this is something that you're purchasing for your kid to live in putting, you know, an additional like 20% down on a condo can be a a lot of money. So
1: it's definitely good to be able to do three and a half percent down, right? For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it also allows lower credit score borrowers. The FHA is also more lenient on debt to income ratios, things like that. So it, it helps somebody that may not qualify for a conventional loan, Mm -hmm. get into an FHA loan, easier.
0: So. Oh, excellent. Do you see specific types of professions that tend to gravitate toward
1: FHA loans? Not necessarily. I mean if you really don't have a lot of money saved, mm-hmm. it, it could be anyone. It could be somebody just graduating that may have right. good income but mm-hmm. just doesn't have, you know, enough saved for down payment and is ready to buy. Yeah. I was thinking
0: medical professionals sometimes. Yeah, you know. so
1: we we do see medical professionals use this
0: loan as well. So what else can you tell me in terms of the criteria that that this would look for this type of loan would look for um, at a condominium or criteria that they would need from a buyer potential buyer uh, to make it work to make it happen versus another I guess the previous types of FHA loans.
1: So um, yeah basically for a purchaser to buy using an FHA financing we're looking for you know enough income to support mm-hmm. the monthly sure. payment. So we look at debt to income ratios. Whether they have, you know, the money saved. We have certain areas that we that mm-hmm. is permitted for down payment. So we're going to review, you know, bank statements. And you know they are permitted to use a gift for FHA financing. Mm-hmm. And then we look at credit. Um, we're really looking for. We'd like to see a minimum of six twenty. We do have. Uh, credit score. Uh, We do have some options for for lower scores on that, but that's kind of a good good range to be in for an FHA loan is 620 or above. Um, So, a lot
0: of people would be getting gifts maybe for graduation or something like that. Sure. Um, So,
1: they could put that toward their down payment is what you're saying. Absolutely, but we would have to document each gift from the donor that would give the funds for You know, even if it was a graduation gift, they are going to want to see, you know, the money going from the donor to the recipient as well as a gift letter signed.
0: Okay. All right. So let's say I'm ready. I can use this FHA uh, type loan to get a condo. The condo is no longer on an approved list and you haven't approved it. You haven't done one of these right spot, like one time checks on it. So, uh, what would the process be when I say, okay, I want to buy? in ABC
1: I conno. would yeah I would say if you want to put an offer in on something like that and write a contract is maybe have that as a contingency of the mm-hmm. of the financing is getting the the project approved. We've done that in the past where not necessarily on an FHA loan but maybe even on a conventional loan with maximum financing where we just have the contract mm-hmm. contingent upon making sure that the the project is suitable for financing.
0: Okay. Do you check them ever in advance? So like so that the buyer yes. will never even look there if they can't get it.
1: We can review the information in advance mm-hmm. if we can get the information. Most of the associations do charge a fee to complete what we call a condo questionnaire and release the information such as the budget and documents that we would need to see if it would be eligible. Okay. So if the buyer is willing to put up the fee or somebody willing to put up the right, fee to right. complete the condo questionnaire and get that reviewed in advance, we can certainly take a look at it and see if it's something that would work.
0: When you say fee, like what are we looking at in terms of a fee?
1: I've seen them as high as maybe $250 to complete a condo
0: questionnaire. Okay, so it's $250 going in possibly. hmm Without knowing what kind of answer you're going to get. Correct. And then hoping for the best. Correct. Okay. All right. All right. You were talking
1: about one that you had approved phase one, but not phase two. Is that right? In other words. So in in this instance where we approved a, a condominium project where they had, say, phase one and phase two, phase one was separate from phase two as mm-hmm. far as they had their own, you know, association budget um, and managed it separately where phase two wasn't eligible because one- entity owned more than 10% of the total number of units in the project, um, whereas phase one was an older phase that was completely sold out and there was not an investor that owned multiple units. Okay. So that project was it was able to be approved in phase one only. Okay. So
0: there can be multiple management like companies and different HOA or condo rules within an actual condo we'll call it complex. In this this case, case, okay. So there are all sorts of things that you really have to look at as the The, lender and be aware of. And I did not know that in
1: advance. Right. right. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. Like
1: what? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so really it's very, it's challenging for the buyer really not knowing Mm -hmm. whether or not it's going to be approved or, or not approved are you going to start keeping a list well I mean these are spots so it's one time if you right. said is it one time for a certain
1: period well of time? FHA will permit no more than 10 percent to be FHA concentration mm-hmm. so what that means is they can't have 10 percent of the units financed using FHA oh. so if we're able to do one in there we should mm-hmm. be able to do more as long as we don't exceed the 10 percent of the units gotcha. financed by FHA Okay. Okay. And how long is the spot check verification
0: in effect? Is it like for several years or, um, I think you mentioned like,
1: what is it a year? So right now when we do a conventional approval, it's good for one year. Okay. So, and then we have to update the uh, process and, and get new documents from the association after that year is passed. So I would believe it would be the same thing for the FHA spot approvals. Okay. I won't
0: hold you to that. Yeah. Because this is brand new. Sure. And so, you know, I get it. We haven't done it yet. So, um, okay. So wonderful. Well, this, I mean, this sounds like a terrific program and it's great that we have the ability now to check on these condominiums mm-hmm. since they're not on these on this elusive list
1: that yes. used to exist and it somewhere. may be something that the seller of a property may be proactive in in paying for the fee and mm-hmm. getting the information up front to see what type financing is available because it's going to open more doors potential buyers absolutely
0: absolutely well and that's a great idea no matter what you're selling right yes yes sellers really uh and even we as agents sometimes don't even think about advising sellers to do this, but the more options that you can give a potential buyer, mm-hmm. the easier it is to sell your property and um, more
1: qualified buyers for sure.
0: Absolutely. More qualified buyers. That's, that's absolutely true because
1: somebody may qualify for this FHA loan that mm-hmm. may not qualify for a conventional loan. So exactly. So I think it is a good thing to, to find out the information in advance.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so are there any other ways that this particular FHA loan differs from the ones that we've,
1: we've seen before other than the... Not really. It, it would be the same thing for a single-family home as far mm-hmm. as the rest of the process. Uh, it's just getting that uh, condo reviewed and making sure it meets the FHA requirements.
0: All right. Very mm-hmm. good. Here's what I'm going to ask anybody who's listening. If you're listening to the podcast and you have questions about FHA loans in general, or these particular condo-specific FHA loans, ask us your questions um, because I'm sure that Becky can answer them. And uh, I'll hook you up with her, and you guys can have a conversation about this or really any kind of loan you really want to get. She knows her stuff. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Becky, for being a guest again and taking your time I took your time away from your mortgages, and I really appreciate that because you probably have to burn the midnight oil now.
1: So, (laughs) Thank you, Anna, for having me.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. And then um, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time on Real Estate Talks. Thanks so much for listening today. If you like what you hear and want to learn more about real estate and hear the occasional funny story, then hit that subscribe button right now. And if you know of someone who'd benefit from listening, then tell them to subscribe too, or else they may feel a little left out. For questions, topic suggestions, or nice comments, send an email to Anna at SegwayRE.com. We can also connect on Facebook at SegwayRE. Thanks for listening as we bring you a new way of doing real estate. Bye!